I'm April Morley. I'm co-founder of Genius Drive and the Enterprise Value Collective. And I'm Tom Pasello, the ROI guy. This podcast is a service of the Enterprise Value Collective, a community for business value-focused leaders and practitioners, and is sponsored by our value consultancy, Genius Drive. And our mission with the Enterprise Value Collective is to help accelerate and optimize the value articulation in each of your customer engagements and throughout your customer life cycle. And we've got a special guest for us today, a longtime value practitioner, Giuliano Di Silva. Welcome. Oh, thank you. Nice being here. Thank you for having me. Yes. Uh, Giuliano is Senior Director of Value Consulting for uh, Genesis. That's a customer experience uh, platform company. And as I said, he's a longtime value practitioner, longtime value leader. Um, and we're going to tap his experience today in an area that I know is of interest to a lot of people. It's one of my missions is how do we become better value storytellers and what the heck is value storytelling? So that's kind of one of the first questions I've got for you is tell us a little bit about your program and kind of how it got started at Genesis. Oh, geez. Yeah. Um, a little history. Program, <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of history, right? Um, our program actually started, um, I would say at Genesis, the, the, the process of value selling or leveraging financial selling in a way started in 2006. Our official internal program, uh, because before we were actually leveraging um, an outside firm to help us with that, uh, our internal formal program actually started in 2011. And uh, we've been, um, we started by, you know, basically rolling out simple financial analysis, uh, business benefit analysis in support of, uh, of our offers to, to customers and prospects all there. So uh, it was basically out of, um, out of a need of um, having to expand on uh, financial selling in a way. And uh, that I, I would say the, the, the process of uh, transitioning uh, from financial selling to value selling you know, came a little later, but yeah, 2011 is when it all started. So it sounds like, um, from what we've heard, the program has been very successful. And I hear that there was a moment when you recognized an opportunity to, uh, improve the customer value engagements. Can you share more about that? Yes. I think, uh, um, the, we, we started moving specifically from, um, um, from financial selling to, I would say, more of the value selling side of it, uh, more specifically because we needed to be able to tell uh, or a better a better story uh, out of uh, out of our offers. It's as simple as that, right? And so there was a lot of effort around doing um, very, uh, I would say, improving the 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 business discovery, the technical discovery. Um, you know, I, I would say the overall sales forces started to understand how important it was not only to to be able to tie the business story to the technical requirements, to the financial viability analysis, to be able to to actually bring it all together for the customer in a in a really nice way. So there was a there was this need of tying everything a, a little better, but also the need to uh, scale at it. Right. So it, it is something that takes an effort. So there was, 
I would say across multiple teams at, at Genesis, there was this effort to try and uh, standardize on on things, automate some of the things that we were doing in terms of um, in terms of um, uh, designing a solution and understanding the value of that solution, expressing the value, and consequently the financials of that solution, um, that bespoke solution for customers. Right. So, I think uh, at some point the the um, the, the understanding was, uh, you know, numbers are just numbers if you don't have a story to attach it to it. Mm -hmm. right? uh, yeah. So the numbers they have to to support a, a very specific business outcome that the, the customers are looking for. Yeah, yeah, and making sure that's tied to big strategic initiatives and big challenges that they're having. Um, I remember, exactly. Juliana, when we first engaged um, a while back, I had the pleasure of working with you directly on some of the programs. And I, I can remember the size of the spreadsheet and the financials and um, you guys had built yes. a really impressive model and the financials were great. And um, you could use, I think there were 170 benefits because the product line was yes. so and covered so many areas of customer experience, the call center and everything else behind it. Um, and, you know, you didn't present all 170 benefits, obviously it was with the scope of the solution. Um, but this is... Uh, an and, and that's what I'm getting at. It's you've got to have the really good, credible, detailed financial justification, and you have to pull together good value storytelling. And I wondered from you, like, what does value storing me, value storytelling mean to you? Like, what are the elements that you think you need to have to be able to tell that great value story? Yes, we, I think, um, so by the way, a hundred and something value calculators at the time, um, I think right now we kind of doubled on that. We are close to 250 oh value calculators that we employ. Just thinking about what we yes, went through. Exactly, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I, I think, uh, for us, a really important point is that we understand our customers are going to have to build a business case. And mm -hmm. in the process of building that business case, as they start gaining more and more specific perspective over their solution, they start to define a little better what that solution is and consequently what it is that they are building that solution for. We want them to, to be able to basically consolidate three conversations, right? So what are your business strategic goals? Uh, some of the challenges to achieve those goals. What are the technical requirements that you have for the solution? We have to make sure that the, you know, we understand that you're going to be evaluating quite a few options in terms of how to achieve those goals. So we want to make sure that for each and every one of those options, you're also considering the financials, the viability mm -hmm. of them. So being able to facilitate that for our customers is basically the reason why we have so many value calculators and our tools are built in a way that we can just open everything and they pick and choose which ones are adequate as they evaluate what options they have. So the last piece that we believe needs to come together is once the solution is defined and maybe the financial supported um, the decision, we, uh, we, we basically produce the financial viability analysis, having a component of uh, business benefits, having a component of total cost. So I think w one important thing that I believe um, 
is a differentiating aspect of our um, value analysis is that basically all of our calculators are uh, bottoms up, right? Mm -hmm. So you're, we don't have top-down calculators. It's basically all of them. Let's understand your operations. Let's under understand the change that our software is going to cause on that operation, and consequently, what is the what is the impact and what is the value of that impact? Whether it is savings or additional revenue, risk uh, mitigation, experience, and and so on. Right. So there's a multitude of uh, of angles, or I would say that we would um, I would say uh, value areas that would we would basically express the value. But again, it's really about tying all the components of business, technical and financial together. And I think, um, you know, at the end of the day, a really good story is, um, is, is a story that not only ties all of this with a very specific business outcome in mind, but I think it's, um, and maybe that's the part that is not necessarily easy for, for everyone out there is taking the customer through that journey with you. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's not only us going through that journey in support of the offer that we are um, um, building for a customer, but taking the customer on that journey with us, because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they are also, uh, they're, they're going to have to tell that story themselves. Mm -hmm. Right. So the story is at the end of the day being constructed for them, not just in support of our offer. Right. Yeah, I love what you said. So you approached it from business, technical, and financial. And I think you know, one of the missing uh, things that you didn't say is who was involved in that. Because when you say it's business, financial, and technical, that tells me it's maybe the sales team and maybe it's the sales engineering team. Um, I'm curious kind of like who's involved and is it throughout the customer life cycle? But could you share more about that? Yes, it it, it is, uh, you know, we are going to find um, with the with the business that we have today that we're going to find a lot of these motions actually starting uh, in support of new logo, uh, new, you know, new customers for Genesis, mm -hmm. but also happens, uh, you know, at the moment of renewals of contract uh, when we when we uh, we start working with our customers for them to understand if they are using our software really well. Uh, so the value is uh, the value story is not necessarily just constructed at, at the sales, but also in support of adoption, in support of uh, of expansion. Uh, we have customers that have engaged with us uh, during a sales process, and we we are part of their uh, of their regular KBRs where we are basically evaluating uh, opportunities for them to expand the utilization of the software and the engagement is, is pretty similar. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's basically the same type of support uh, that, that we offer to those customers. So that way they continue uh, to be happy with the software they acquired. I think from our, from our point of view, you are going to see that, that we have always a group uh, uh, that uh, comes together, huddles around the, the, the customer to, to support with that. There's always going to be, um, of course, the account is active. We are going to have some sort of a business consultant. There is, you, you, you're going to also employ the, the solutions engineer. Uh, many, many times you're going to find a, a value consultant being part of, uh, of this process. Consequently, if we are talking, you know, uh, to current customers, uh, customer success managers are also all using uh, our tools, right? So 
I think the 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 next step in in I would say the next uh, uh, code to crack I would say for us is really uh, you know how do we scale at this how do we automate at uh, at this process in a way that we are standardizing uh, the practice for us uh, over here at Genesis Value Consultants um, um, we are we are perceived more as uh, coaches. Right, so we are we are basically just trying to enable everybody across the company to be able to to use uh, the tools, use you know the the value storytelling and so on. So, yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah. I understand that many times when you talk about value consulting, value programs out there, you're going to find okay. You know, some organizations are trying to staff the right size of a value consulting or a value program team, right? For us, uh, we believe the, the the real solution is not to really throw bodies at it. For us, mm -hmm. the solution is uh, to basically uh, instill in everybody the mindset of expressing value and telling the value story in support of whatever a function they execute towards the customers. Yeah. So Juliana, that's, a, that's a challenge. But that's yeah. uh, that's the idea. Yeah, I think that many are facing budget constraints when it comes to sales support in general and value consulting in particular. So taking that approach to where you've got the toolkit and the model and the automation built out is a good element. On the value storytelling side, what did you do there to kind of institutionalize that in a way so that you had content that people could use, and then also um, onboarding sellers and others to do value storytelling sometimes that's not native we know financial justification isn't native so you got to train and you got to have the tools yeah what did you put in place for value storytelling to scale that i think um um just like everything else right so if you're talking about uh, starting a new program that the corporate program will have to have an investment and mm -hmm. that investment has to be tracked Right. So in a way for us, it was to to express the satisfaction from our customers in the support that we offer to them. Uh, it was to express uh, the, the satisfaction from our sellers and our customer success managers as they use the assets that we that we develop for them, uh, mm -hmm. the support that we give them. And um, at the end of the day, um, are we bringing the results to the company, right? So comparing, for instance, uh, sales engagements that actually involved value selling versus sales engagements that did not. Where, mm -hmm. where are we tracking with those, right? So uh, for us, it, it was really um, bringing the, the proof that it, was, um, that it was a program worth investing, yeah. It's as simple as that. It's just like any other, any yeah. other program. <laughs> I loved what you said earlier about um, value value coaching for the organization, and that your primary primary role is a coach. And I think you know the relationship that a value consulting team has with their peers across all different teams, whether it's customer success, marketing, sales, sales engineering, you know, all across the board. You know that relationship is. Um, I would say generally helpful when it's more peer to peer, but it, I haven't seen that in every situation. So I'm curious how you've approached the relationship building with the field to be able to have that value coaching. I think it, um, 
you're going to find that when when it comes to to enablement coaching, yes, you have all of this. You know, we 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 hold uh, training events and we try to pass a lot of knowledge on the tools and how to use, how to storytell, and all of that. Um, but it is literally when we actually engage on supporting, let's say, for instance, an account team that that knowledge uh, solidifies that we we are able sometimes to bring the the best practices that we are able to maybe uh react uh to a challenge in a different way that maybe the account team did not perceive even possible before right mm -hmm. um sometimes um I'm going to be very candid over here, being able to, to stand in front of a, of a buyer that is absolutely grilling you on the financials and <laughs> on the, on the, on the details of the analysis. Right. So, um, I, I think credibility goes, um, a long way, but I, I would say something that actually cultivates a really good relationship with, uh, with the sales force is, um, is the commitment to be part of the team let's go um, and, and work this together and basically engage with the customer face the challenges together just be there and support them uh, with whatever they need sometimes being creative sometimes being um, um i would say a little more um you know rigid with some of the <laughs> some of the rules right but um nevertheless uh, being supportive of the process and the challenges that they are facing the experience the one-on-one -on -one experience with the sales team is really what solidifies the the relationship and the importance of the program yeah Julian yeah. Naples, you're hitting on a big point there which is <clears throat> we don't want to be perceived in kind of value consulting value engineering as much as we can as a service desk of just hey dial, dial me up and here's a business case you know business case for a dollar kind of thing it needs to be much more about coaching, scaling, because we don't have probably enough people to support the whole organization. So how do you scale effectively? And then Juliana, as you said, you know, having those great financials and making sure that there's a technical kind of reason behind those to back it up, but also making sure you got that business story to tell, I think is a big one. So thank you so much. Um, one of the things we'd love to get is, you know, if there's one thing you'd like for our Enterprise Value Collective to take away today from what we talked about, Juliana, what is that? That's an interesting question. Um, <laughs> I, um, I think uh, um, something that is um, absolutely not easy to do is um, when it comes to value storytelling, the story to be told is not yours is the customer is the customers so being able to being able to relate to the customer put yourself um, in, in their shoes do the proper discovery do the proper analysis be that advisor um uh, that is that becomes with the with the relationship that becomes trusted and basically empowers educate enables um, I think that's, that's really key and, um, that to do it once is not easy to do it on a scale. It's absolutely <laughs> more difficult, right? So it's, uh, um, but I would say that's, uh, that's really, it. that's basically what I believe it's, uh, it delivers uh, success to companies like ours out there. Yeah. It's so easy to fall into the trap of, you know, we've got a great solution and we know it, and we're here to be the heroes 
and that's not the case. The every good story has a hero, and that hero needs to be our customer. Yeah. Um, and then we also like to say it needs a villain, it needs purpose, and it's, it needs to have a shape too. So but, <laughs> um, we've got a little guide of that on in the community and in the insights uh, to check out on storytelling. So be sure to look that up too. But uh, Giuliano, thank you so much for participating. In this value thank you for joining. Such a pleasure speaking to to both of you and. Uh, Good luck uh, out there, uh, not only to the two of you, but all the community. Absolutely. Please sign up if you haven't done so yet to the Enterprise Value Collective, the EVC. You can do that on LinkedIn in our LinkedIn group or on our GeniusDrive.com website. That'll enable you to stay in touch with us on the latest events, the latest tools, the latest insights. And please hit like on this podcast if you liked it. Uh, sign up so you can be updated on the latest episodes. And until next time, our Enterprise Value Collective, keep sharing and growing together.